Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome back. It's VEASAN's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Farley. Greg Peterson, Josh Towers alongside. All right, so betting update for the Eastern Conference semifinal game seven. Yep. Hawks down to six and a half, total up to 216 and a half. There so is. people following, I, actually, everyone on the table. It here. jumped two points here since we just talked about it a yep. couple minutes ago. Yep. 216 across the board. 216 and a half across the board now on the total. So my 215 is good? I, you, yep. you technically have a point and a half better than closing. <laughs> You're closing line value, Josh. I got value. doesn't mean anything, but I got it. Uh, um, by the way, uh, Josh, before before we uh, hop we, in real quick, DeChambeau, to get a chop at the top 20, man, what a, that's your beat of this tournament right there, DeChambeau top 20 tickets. If he would have reined that in, though, that would have been... <laughs> One of those where it's like you're in the penthouse, you go to the outhouse, and then so you're back in the penthouse. Did, did the Shamble go 44 on the back nine? Uh, I think he went 44 on the back nine. Greg, double-check me on that. I'm looking, and uh, it's but, a lot. But uh, uh, brutal there. So the more important thing, though, John Rahm leads six under par. He's in the clubhouse, birdie 17, birdie 18. Louis Oosthuizen went, went to the red stake penalty area, so he had to take an unplayable. He found a golf ball, took a drop. Hit a really darn good shot, Josh Towers. 44, uh, by the way. Uh, 44 for DeChambeau on the back. Very nice. Um, he is about, he's a very makeable par putt here of about, what would you say, that about 11 feet for, for Ustays in there? No way. A little, little, little less. Nine. A little less. So, again, if he makes this putt, he'll be down one going to 18. 
18, par 5, been very gettable today. If he misses this putt, Louis not a not a big time long hitter. It'd be probably relatively difficult for him to get a realistically eagle 18, but not a complete impossibility. So this is really your tournament here, Josh Towers. This is a heck of a par putt alone, given where he was. Yes, Ustazen's par putt is Ooh, no good. Misses. Oh wow! Now Louis back to four. John Rom leads Louis Ustazen by two. Louis Ustazen will go to 18, needing Eagle 3 in order to force a playoff. I don't know if anyone's gotten an Eagle on 18 today, but I know that a lot of guys have putted for Eagle today yeah. on 18. Uh, again, er, like everybody we've seen come down the stretch has been like, you know, 215, 220, 222, all had iron shots, right? He's not going to be too far off of that. Um, putting that rescuer, that, that fairway wood in his hand, he's actually pretty comfortable with. The, you know, given the approach shots and all those guys, every one of them were long past the flag. So there's an offset there. I mean, he's going to have a good chance. He has to be in the fairway. We know he's going for it. So, listen, he's just got to get in the grass on the fairway, give himself a shot, and, and, and we're going to have some action, which is, which is beautiful. That's unfortunate right there that he, he – listen, it's just that little cutout where it kind of kicked out a little bit and just kind of swallowed up his ball. Luckily, the ball was found, so he got to have a putt at four. He put a good putt on it too, but that's three holes in a row where he had to make a respectful putt for par. That's tough to do. Mackenzie Hughes misses his par putt as well. Uh, so, uh, again, tough day for Hughes, who had a, a great third round to get into the final group. Uh, but he's again, has fallen out of it. It is all John Rahm now. Two-shot lead. Louis Ustazen on the course, going to 18, needing Eagle 3 in order to force a playoff at Torrey Pines. By the way, officially underway in Philly. Look at this. Starting NBA games on time. What a concept. Never heard of What this. a concept. By the way, getting back to Hughes. He is six over right now on the back nine, and if he winds up bogeying 18, that is a terrible beat on your top 20. Oh, is he at two over now? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There have been some disasters today. But, again, there have been some great, uh, like, again, like Patrick Reed, like backdoor top 20 for Patrick Reed was incredible. One more. Oh, there you go. So here you go. Louis Ustazen has not eagled the 72nd hole. That's a, that, that, in any tournament he has played. Again, that is kind of uh, you can't really do much with that, that staff <laughs> because there's not many. Uh, there's not. Oh, wait, say that again? Okay, that's right. He eagled it yesterday. Well, we're just still before making up yesterday. Stat, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, just say so, that. Say he eagled so it yesterday. So he eagled it yesterday right? before the, yesterday. Like, what, 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 come on. The TV puts up That, that was a very stat. odd stat that was thrown up there. Or I just misread it. So, again, who stays going to have to do what he did again yesterday? Um, but, again, it's. Again, Josh, this is a lot to ask here. <laughs> Who stays in to, uh, to get himself in the clubhouse here uh, with an eagle to tie this know. thing? I mean, I, again, it's just a fairway shot. I don't think the second shot is is that tough. Um, what is 18? Par 5, 5, 45. A little longer. Oh, than that, that, that's huge. That's huge. That's huge. Uh, we'll keep you updated as we keep going here. As we're live on VEASAN's Bet Center, I'm Jeff Parles, Greg Peterson, Josh Towers. 18th hole for the final group at Torrey Pines. John Rahm in the clubhouse, birdie 17, birdie 18. To get the six under par, he has a two-shot lead right now on Lou Eustazen, birdie, birdie, who eagle. has birdie, birdie, eagle on 18 so far this week. Needs eagle three in order to get into a playoff with John Rahm. Doesn't seem that happy with that tee shot. Where is it? Oh, boy. Oh. I don't know what the thing. He just—I mean—he was about two yards from kicking right and being. Yeah, he was two yards from. Yeah, he—that's what he was saying. 
two yards from a kick right, it would have been an extra probably 25 yards mm-hmm. down the fairway. Instead, in not quite the thickest stuff, but in thick stuff on the left side of the fairway. So this is, if he somehow gets up, he somehow gets an eagle on this, this would be an all-time, all-timer here, Josh Towers, if he can find a way. It, listen, he's, yeah, I mean, now we, we saw part of the ball. I didn't know what that means for his, you know, trying to hit it 220-plus, 230-plus. I don't know what that means for that. Again, the flag's in the front. It looks like you're kind of coming uphill if you're short of the green. And, and the reason I mention that is because we've seen a lot of chips. We've seen a lot of holdouts. I mean, it's not if, if he leaves it short of the flag, short of the green, it's not the end of the world. It's not like he can't make it. It's not the hardest chip in the world. Now, he's got to make a decision whether – I can get enough on this ball to where I'm going to try to get on the green and putt for three, or do I leave it short and try to chip in? A more unrealistic approach, but he, he, he's got a tough shot. The last thing he wants to do is not be able to get anything on the ball, but still try to, and then you know hit some sort of shot that just takes him out of it. John Rahm, what amazing 17 and 18 putting. Oh, Come again, on, kid. again, just just the, the fortitude to make those putts, and neither putt was easy. I would say the one on 17 was slightly easier than 18, but that's not to say 17 was an easy putt by any stretch, Greg. Yeah, both of those level of difficulty, pretty close to the max, to say the least. And if John Rahm is able to get it done here, that is pretty much barring Louis Ustase and being able to get an eagle, just absolutely incredible what he's been through the last two weeks testing positive for COVID, coming back, and then just the fortitude to be able to knock down both of those putts. Absolutely massive. How respectful is he, too, by the way? He's got a two-stroke lead. Louie does not have the best lie. And he's going to go to the practice range and get ready, just in case. Well, definitely. He's a professional, man. Well, again, Louie could hit the shot of his life here and knock it stiff and have a realistic chance to get that eagle, Josh. If there was anybody who deserved to win this tournament, John Rom. Well, again, been through a lot this these last two weeks, of course. Uh, again, he, would, he had just gotten that second COVID dose, the vaccine, on the Monday before, so he's still in that two-week <laughs> finally get it that two week, uh, two week window when he tested positive yeah. in uh, in Dublin, Ohio, just outside of Columbus, there at the Memorial. So, uh, again, Rom leads by two. Who's tasing in the rough on the left side of the fairway, hitting number two on the par five, 18th hole, needing eagle three in order to force a playoff, which would be two for two on playoffs at Torrey Pines. Seven, six in Atlanta and Philadelphia. What are they reviewing here, guys? Clear path I think it's, I, Listen, this is my opinion. I don't know much about the NBA. I think that he should go to the line. Okay, so, so clear, they're Philly, reviewing a clear pass. Yeah, Philly okay. turned the ball over right to Atlanta. He had a fast break. It was really 2-1, but he was just going to go and dunk, do whatever he wanted to do, do some little, give us some showtime. And uh, Philly just grabbed it so he couldn't go. I, I mean, it's his I, – I don't – listen, I don't follow the NBA as much as I should, especially with the rules, but I don't think that that should be just a whatever foul. He clearly was taking him away. He had the easiest layup to, to free points of all time. I, I think that rule should be evaluated. They did not rule the clear path. No. So Sixers and Hawks, again, just underway. Solid start for Josh is over so far. 13 points in three minutes. Not terrible on that 215. 7-6 Atlanta in front. A lot of ball game left there at the Wells Fargo Center. That should happen. Uh, when down in, downtown, down down in South Philly. Dunk for Bogdanovich, 9-6. So, Josh, just, uh, just, just looking at this now for Louie. They're inspecting the lie and going through there. Again, uh, pretty good golfer yourself, Josh Towers. Uh, how, how do you even come up with anything on an, out of that lie there? 
it's hard because now, I mean, again, one shot's different. Two shots, you're only thinking about winning. It's not about the money. It's not about. It's just. It's just about the victory. And Lou's well aware of his finishes, all the twos, never winning here. As Hoop said, um, it, it's such a hard thing to do, being two strokes back, knowing this is an eagle hole. But can I legitimately get enough on this and control the ball to get it on the green? It's it, it's such a hard commitment internally to yourself before I take myself even out of second place by trying to do too much. So, listen, this has got to, the, the conversation's got to be had, the faith has got to be had in the shot. Unrealistically, could I leave it just short of the green and chip in? Yes. Am I okay with that? It, it, the conversation is amazing. I wish we were hearing it. It's tough. I mean, again, I, we, they haven't showed us the ball again, but from the previous shot, we saw a piece of the ball. We saw white, right? So we know we can get some club on it. Just can we get that much club? And we've all been in the rough where taking an iron is probably the best play, but sometimes we put that three wood in our hand or the five wood because we need to get there, and it, it, it just doesn't come out right. I, I, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see what happens. He's in a tough spot, though. By the way, Russell Henley ends up at even par. Top 20 still good. Rough top 10 beat again, Greg. Yeah. And now you've got Mackenzie Hughes currently in the bunker on 18, and if he winds up bogeying, things get very interesting. Well, that would be a, that would be a loss, uh, at least for Hughes betters. That would be a loss of your top. No, actually, no. He's he's all right. Even if he bogey, he needs to avoid double. Yeah, a bogey gets him in a chop. But uh, again, all eyes on Louis Eustace. What does he have in his hand? He has an iron. Uh, hey, look, I, have they given us distance yet? Have we seen? I that? have not seen yet yeah. how far he has. And he's not comfortable with it, as you can tell. Well, it's again, it's you. Layup's said, not an option, but God, it's so hard. You you said it, Josh. He was, Lustazen's ball was maybe about a yard and a half from the perfect spot, which would have kicked back right and gotten probably an extra 25, 30 yards of roll. Center fairway, realistic chance to go for it in two. Oh, beautiful, yeah. But now it's just, again, very difficult lie. Look, you got to go for it. You get here. Uh, Ustazen has. He still has an iron. Yeah. 247. 247 for and Here you go. I don't know what iron goes 247. Well, let's see. Let's see where this shot goes. Nothing he can Way do. Way short. There's nothing he can yeah, do. Yeah, it ended up basically being a layup. That's got to be the hardest thing that uh, – that had to be the hardest decision. Knowing that – I mean, now uh, 60, 80 yards, I don't know what he is. You know, I mean, holding that out is most, so unrealistic. To come up with that being the best possible decision two strokes down, the tournament on the line of a major – it just tells you how unrealistic he felt that shot was to pull off. Wow, it also just kind of be, just shows how tough that lie ended up being. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I feel for him. So there you go. Again, uh, there's a difference. So, I mean, listen, his tee shot went out of bounds. It's unfortunate. Um, it just, it, listen, John Rom birdied 17 and birdied 18 coming down the stretch. I mean, it's just, it's just more impressive the more you think about it. He clearly doesn't know that he laid up. Otherwise, he'd probably be sitting down with his wife and his child instead of swinging on the range. <laughs> And it just oh, wow. felt like Rom was the only one that made big putts today. It, yeah, it just, he made the two biggest. Yeah, he made the two biggest: the birdie on seventeen, By the birdie far, on eighteen. And again, biggest. look, John Rom was your pre-tournament favorite too, and he should have been. And yep. the guys who were on before us on uh, on Green Zone and obviously do a great job on long shots. Yes, they do. Wes Reynolds and Brady Cannon. It's very rare that the two of them land on the short shot in a tournament like this. But guess what? They both landed on John Rahm pre-tournament. So did Big Ben in the back. Yeah. Well, Ben mm-hmm. landed on it on Saturday. So, so uh, Four and a half. What did you get, Ben? Four and a half? You got four and a half. Friday night. All right. Yeah. Before round three for Ben Wilson. But uh, 
And I and I hopped on it in the middle of, round three of this round, so I ended up with the least number of all. But hey, a winner's a winner. I say a win's a win. A winner's a winner. Yes, but it is. exactly. Uh, again, look, uh, let me say about 75 yards, 65 yards for Ustazen to have to hole out to, uh, to, hold out, to yeah. force the playoff. Yeah. That would be a heck of a moment if that happened. We'll be seeing that one on the all-time highway reels. If it happens. So, Henley, or excuse me, uh, Hughes playing it out. Uh, again, Mackenzie Hughes, rough day for him. Very rough back nine for the Canadian-born. Uh, nice shot there, though. There so, a little of a putt for Birdie. Uh, his top 20 is uh, his top twenty is good. No yeah. worries there mm-hmm. on the top 20. In Philadelphia, they are underway, as we were talking about before. Sixers and Hawks, game seven. Right now, live, if you're looking at it, guys, the uh, Sixers are up 15-13, but six thing close, six and a half, Greg, and right now it's five. Kevin Herter has been able to come up with a good start for the Atlanta Hawks. He's got seven points for him, and Trey Young, Hey, he's 0 for 4 right now, and the Hawks are within two. You've got to actually like what you've seen out of Atlanta so far because Joel Embiid has been able to get his, but really nobody else has gotten in the mix so far for the 76ers, obviously very early in this one. Total right now, Josh Towers ahead by a point. Total's 216. All right. We're ahead by one. We're on pace. There you go. (laughs) Let's start making some free throws. So uh, we'll keep you updated as that goes along. They're underway in... VG, they're underway in in VGK in Montreal. Uh, the uh, Knights close almost a dollar eighty here behind us, closing Everything. minus one seventy two. Just nonstop coming in. Can't blame. I, look, no, you I, can't. Right? I can't. I can't blame. Even with the change of gold goaltender, again, I, it, VGK has been the better team for the majority of this series. Uh, Montreal was better in Game Two. They obviously, won Game Two. Uh, Ustazen shot on eighteen is. Pretty Solid, good, but not good enough. You have a realistic chance of birdie. And John Rahm is your champion of the 2021 U.S. Open. What a difference two weeks makes. You're coming off 18 after round three, getting hugs that you don't want, telling you you can't finish a tournament that you're six strokes up and dominating because you got COVID. And two weeks later, you come out here at Torrey Pines in a major and win it. What an amazing story. Yeah, just him, uh, just uh, again for Oosthuizen. That tee shot more. Uh, the tee shot on seventeen, yeah. not even on because eighteen. He, he no. very well made birdie eighteen, but that tee yeah, shot yeah. in seventeen. That that was it. The yep. tee shot on seventeen didn't make the par putt after putting it close enough to give himself a realistic chance. But John Rom, the the long putt on seventeen, the even more difficult putt on eighteen, birdie birdie to get in, and uh, probably the first of many. Major championships for John Rahm. And, and listen, on 17, he was in the sand, hits a great shot. He's coming downhill left to right and makes it. And then on 18, he's in the bunker again in two, and he plays a shot 20 feet right, thinking it was actually going to break left. It doesn't do anything. It didn't do anything. He didn't let that even affect him. And then he goes and focuses on the putt and drains the putt. I mean, it wasn't, it's not like he had an easy birdie birdie coming down 17 no. and 18. He was just that dang good. First major for Rom, pre-tournament favorite uh, between ten and twelve to one, depending on where you got it. So the pre-tournament favorite comes home after uh, after Phil Mickelson won the PGA at two hundred and sixty-five to one. So little, little, he was little, not the favorite. A little, 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 little bit more normal uh, with the uh, with, with the result here. So Rom again, first major championship, and two weeks after, fifteen days after being told wow. on after. after 
making his putt on 18 at the memorial. Hey, you tested positive for COVID. You have to go. You're up by five shots after three. Uh, comes back two weeks later and wins his first major. And, of course, look, he has had plenty of success at Torrey Pines in the regular tournament played there. Uh, but taking full advantage here and uh, a six under score is a darn good score to win at this golf course. Yes, it is. Oh, to- totally agree. You just take a look at the way things were playing in the first two days as well. A little bit different because you saw a lot of guys just fall apart in the back nine today. But that said, to be able to just be able to get, I would say, above three under par to be able to win this tournament, nothing short of amazing. And Louis Hughes stays and get a finish in second. The fact that he's probably going to be finishing up at five under, maybe four under, that's still really impressive on this course. Oh, I look at Ustazen. Ustazen played his tail off yeah, this week, yeah. and yet again, Lou Ustazen, the master of second place in these majors, uh, a, a second place finish a month ago at the PGA, and now again a second place finish at the U.S. Open. The second time he will have finished second at the U.S. Open. And he drains. And he drains the birdie. Made the birdie putt. <laughs> So again, Ustazen went to five under, one shot too short. Again, that that's it. That that tee shot in seventeen is why we don't have a playoff right now. And John Rahm, your winner, and the putt on Pines. seventeen as well because he very nearly saved par. Yeah, even with the uh, out of with the uh, with, with the unplay, the unplayable lie second shot or tee shot, I should say, for Ustazen. So he'll come up once short, one shot short. Louis Ustazen has now finished. Oh, Either second it. or tied for second in five majors. He does have the major championship across the pond in the Open Championship in 2010. But since then, second place in 2012 at Augusta. 2015, U.S. Open set T2. T2 in the 2017 PGA. This year's PGA now second solo here at Torrey Pines. One shot behind John Robb. May not be a winner in the tournament. He's a winner at the bank, though. I, I look, look, you, very well. Look, you, 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 <laughs> this is one, he's one of those guys you should just bet your top 10s and top yeah. 20s in majors. Bet your top 20s. Get play, you got a plus price this week. Yeah. Would have been an easy casher. By the way, Mackenzie Hughes holds on for his top 20. So there you go, Greg Peterson. 77. Man, that was <laughs> an implosion. Oh, again, a, a few really rough back nines for guys who are in contention coming into the back nine. We're looking at you, Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau. Again, Bryson DeChambeau blowing his top 20. That's the gambling beat of this tournament. It really is. That's the gambling it beat really of this is. tournament where legitimately it was two shots off the lead going to 10 and then 44 on the back nine. The snowman. <laughs> the snowman on 17. Seven <laughs> on the par 313. Or par, five, uh, par 513. Just a brutal finish for DeChambeau, but it's all about John Rom today. The pre-tournament favorite gets it done at Torrey Pines, winning his first major championship as between a 10-to-1, 12-to-1 favorite, depending on where you got it, pre-tournament. John Rom gets it done. Six under par, beating Louis Tazen by one stroke. A final round, 67, gets it done for the young Spaniard. The number one player in the world has his first major. When we get back, we'll update you on what's going on north of the border in Montreal and in Philadelphia as well, here on Visa.
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, gonna, not the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the – Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Welcome back. It is VEASAN's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Farles, Josh Towers, Greg Peterson alongside... Three games going right now as the U.S. Open has concluded. John Rahm, your champion at six under par, beating Liu Stazen by one stroke. Rahm was either 10 to 1 or 12 to 1, depending on where you got your number, when you got your number uh, earlier this week. Three games going right now. There's a baseball game, a hockey game, and an NBA playoff game. The hockey game, of course, is the Stanley Cup semifinal in Montreal. 13.52 to go first period. Still no score north of the border, Greg. Yeah, it's been good for VGK, in my opinion, because we remember the last time Leonard was in goal. 
They just got completely trounced by the Avalanche, got off to a terrible start. Things seem to be a little bit more crisp in this start, so I would argue that that's a very good thing for VGK. Just wind up having a good, clean first period, and then from there, get a goal or two on the board, try to get to Carey Price, who has been just so amazing this postseason, but just try to get one up on the board and try to seal this one. 0 for 10 in power plays. Postseason. Just uh, I'm looking for a lot, getting a live number right now on VGK because remember closing nearly a dollar eighty yeah. at most spots on the road down two games to one with uh, this technically the backup goaltender with Leonard starting tonight. VGK still minus one eighty two right now. Yeah, not much of adjustment. We're yeah. still early in Philadelphia. Not a good start for Josh Towers is over after the early flurry. Twenty one twenty one. A minute fifty six to go in that first quarter. Right now the Sixers. Our five-and-a-half-point favorites. Total is 212-and-a-half, so Josh not horribly behind in that one. So far, Greg, the, uh, it, has been, it has been the, uh, the Kevin Herter show yep. for the Atlanta Hawks. He has nine, and Joel Embiid with eight. The Stars have been able to come out for the 76ers, as Tobias Harris has been able to give you a couple as well. But for the Hawks, right now, Trey Young, 0-4 from the floor, two total points. The fact that they are right here down by one point going to this possession, got to feel actually pretty good about that. Oh, Sixers leading by a point, now trailing by a point. 90 seconds to go first quarter in Philadelphia. Game 7, winner gets Milwaukee, who outlasted Brooklyn last night in overtime to advance to the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time since the Ray Allen days. And it's the exact opposite of what you expect from Wisconsin sports teams. They always crumble in the postseason, but... This time, the Milwaukee Bucks were able to get it done, and no question, the reason why they were able to get it done, James Harden was trying to play on pretty much one leg, and Kyrie Irving was out of this one. You don't apologize for being able to take those breaks, but got to give a lot of credit to the Milwaukee Bucks for being able to gut it out in that Game 7, in which felt like they were going to lose that game about seven times. And in Atlanta, the other game going, A-Rod doesn't have the spider tech anymore. <laughs> so you're, you're good there, Josh. But it's a seven-inning game. We've already seen one of these this year, the unofficial no-hitter, which Madison Bumgarner did against the Braves earlier this year, which, by the way, was the last time the Diamondbacks won on the road. That was, was, an that was the same what? thing with the Orioles and their no-hitter. Yeah. Since yes, the Orioles have not won John since Mace. Means threw yeah. his no-hitter in, uh, in Seattle. By the way, <laughs> Means, Means this was the first week of May. Madison Bumgarner's was in April. Those are the last time those <laughs> teams have won. Both those guys, I think, are currently on the injured list. Yeah, but both, those are the last time those teams have won on the road. But Drew Smiley, of all people, who is, again, 16 homers in 50-some-odd innings going into this game. He's not been good. Three walks, no hits, no hitter through five. Josh, you were saying you were picking up something, though, with Smiley so far. No, I'm saying from our vantage point, like watching him throw his changeup, it just looks dead. Like he's slowing down. It doesn't really have. I mean, it, it almost has like slider movement to it, which tells me a lot about the the lack of finish. But that said, I, you're seeing the Cardinals swings, and they look right on a lot of swings, and then they're just missing the ball. So it's almost like this, like from the swings that I have seen, it's like this illusion that they're early, and then for somehow they're late, and they're just missing. They're getting jammed just enough, or there's a lazy flyouts, and the contact's horrible, and so. Again, the external of what we're seeing on TV is one thing. What actually Drew Smiley is actually doing is a whole other thing. He's, he's clearly manipulating the speeds. He clearly has the Cardinals off balance. So he, he's doing something right. We'll see if he can finish this. Um, it's in the bottom of the fifth right now. It's one nothing Braves. I'll say this again. You're going to make me play seven inning games, officially. 
Mm-hmm. But you're not going to go back and change a rule from like 40 years ago that says all no-hitters have to be nine-inning games. Back in the day, we didn't play seven-inning games, so understandably, that rule would be thrown in place. Again, if we're going to change rules in today's game, which we do consistently, we have to go back and see other rules that are affected. Um, a no-hitter is a no-hitter. I mean, again, I'd rather throw a nine-inning no-hitter, but Madison and, and the possibility today, it's I don't care how many you play. is Major League Baseball. It's tough. One nothing Atlanta. Ronald Acuna's 100th career homer is the only run in this game. I'm going to say he's going to hit a lot more than 100 career homers. Just going to throw that he's out there. Such a good I believe player. he was the sixth or seventh fastest player ever to 100, by the way. Ah, that's no shock. Kid's, kid's amazing. Fastest yeah. ever to 100? Go ahead. Actually, Ryan Howard. He was there amazing, go. too. There you yeah. go. We get back. We'll update you on what's going on in Philly and Montreal. And if Drew Smiley can complete this no-hitter in seven innings, that's next on Visa. on NBA playoffs are in full swing and our experts are covering every angle to find in the betting to find you betting edges recent hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all the NHL action and our senior NBA analyst JVT has all the hoops insights you need our experts and the entire recent team give you all the tools to make the most out of every bet on the playoffs both in the NHL and the NBA including odds and analysis on every game at vcin.com and our daily members only best bet emails now's the time to cash in on the playoffs Sign up today for your 10-day free trial at vcin.com slash subscribe. I'm Jeff Parles, Greg Peterson, directly to my left. Former Major League pitcher Josh Towers, all the way to the left. And we always have a good time here on Sundays when we're here. Uh, We'll start, let's start in Atlanta. The Braves, still leading 1-0, through five, seven-inning game. The story is Drew Smiley has a no-hitter through five, Josh Towers. <laughs> that is the story. Yeah. <laughs> that is the story for sure. Um, I mean, is it? He, listen, it, Drew hasn't been his best. We know that. But, I mean, the Cardinals have not been good either. Where are they at on your list, by the way, of offense? You're looking at this list right now. Uh, when it comes to batting average, they came into this day 27th out of 30 teams out of 226. Which is impressive. And I love this list, too, because we got Milwaukee at the bottom, right? But they're eight games over 500. They're in first place. And who was in fourth place or third base? Can you scroll back up on that real quick, talking about offense? We have Houston. Toronto, by the way, is in fourth place. They're second. And then you go down to the fourth best offensive team. Is that right? The Angels? Yep. Who are also awful. This, this list goes to show you the importance, in my opinion, of pitching and defense. By the way, National League Central, four of the bottom five teams in batting average. <laughs> who's the one that's now? Who's the who's the one that's not there? Since he right. yeah, since he's offense good. Since he just got swept in San Diego, and yeah. what was a very, very dramatic beginning of that series? <laughs> some bad beats on some totals. Well, that was that was one of that would that that was Thursday night, correct? Yep. Where. That one had you. You could have any way that the game was bet, except for the over. You could argue you had a bad beat in there. Yeah. You could argue it. That's how ridiculous that game. Or was. if you wound up having the Padres run line. Oh, Padres <laughs> run was, line. Padres run line won. That was a tremendous win for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Or the or. The Dodgers run line today. Oh, yeah. Well, Dodgers have 9-1 against the Diamondbacks. Who, by the way, Dodgers win 9-8. 
Don't cover the run line. The Diamondbacks are now 20 and 53. They were once 15 and 13. I was going to say, they started great. <laughs> How is that possible? Wait, They've lost 40 out of 45 games. <laughs> Could you, Josh, like, could you even imagine, like, being in that, going to the clubhouse every single day when you legitimately win five out of 50? No, I, I, I don't even, again, understand how it's even possible at that level to comprehend that that's even a possibility at the Major League Baseball level. I don't, I, what? They're bound to trip and fall into a couple at, wins. At, at some point, way, seven. that's my point. At some point, I'm telling the coaches, yeah, just stay and you don't even come out. Or, like, there's always going to be some conversation like that somewhere, something going to be addressed somewhere. That's if it didn't happen, I would tell you it's impossible to happen. But I mean, I mean the stretches it. that they've had in the middle of this are, are, are unbelievable. This five and forty-five. I mean, I watched a guy today pitch for them throwing ninety-six, and all he did was throw the straightest fastball down the middle, and then try to throw a breaking ball off of it down, and just get tattooed. <laughs> didn't even try to locate corners. Didn't try to throw downhill. Didn't try to pitch off the same planes with his pitch. Nothing. Just as hard as I can't see what happens. What don't work out very what's well. What's the but. record for most consecutive losses? Just period, because they already have the I road record. I think Baltimore record. started the season like decades Greg, ago. You're, you're on twenty-eight you're or something right now. Because the Diamondbacks, who have lost the record-setting twenty-five straight road games now, have lost seventeen total games yeah. in a row. No, now, I remember and being. Have, sorry, Josh. No, it's right. I have these are the next games: the Brewers for three. At the Padres for three, oh, at the goody. Cardinals for three, and four against the the, uh, the Giants, Fourth of July weekend. Oh, and then, by the way, the uh, the the uh, the the stoppable force against the movable object comes the sec the first week of July, where the Rockies go to Arizona, <laughs> where the Rockies have won five games away from Coors Field this year. They're gonna, so. go, they're gonna go sweep everybody. They're gonna go twelve and zero in their next twelve. Oh. Louisville Colonels eighteen eighty nine has the record. How many, Ben? 26 in a, row. 26 in a row. What did the Orioles do back in, like, it was maybe, uh, I was a kid. I remember being at Dodger Stadium. It was open the season to 21, right? That, yeah, open the season. Yeah. And the crowd goes nuts the first time they won. It was crazy. <laughs> I think that was, like, Cal Ripken Jr.'s, like, second year. It was it was early on. Uh, it was pre them being, they, they won a World Series pretty early in Ripken's career, too. Like, the yeah. first one, I think. I mean, yeah. like, rookie of the year MVP. They won a World Series yeah. somewhere in 83, 84, something like mm-hmm. that. And then that was the end of that. So, uh <laughs> I think that we're going to have to check in on this every Sunday. We're on the desk today, other guys. Because if the Diamondbacks get to 24, which would be the case by the time we're on the show next Sunday, then we have some history and to look at And here's what's week. stunning about the Arizona Diamondbacks. In their last eight home games, they've lost five of them by approximately one run. So they're actually coming close in a lot of these games. They just aren't pulling them out. I think there's something like 2-12 and 12 in one-run games. It is insane. What, what, what were you saying about pitching and defense? <laughs> It's not rocket science, boys. I'll tell you what. Yankees, they did that today, 2-1 to one, with a triplet in the game. That's the games they're going to have to start learning how to win is those low-scoring one-run games if they want to compete in this. Oh, they're 2-16 and 16 in one-run games. By there the way. it is. You guys can't hit. You better sell your money on this pitching, which is a, obviously some smart. The defense is going to step up. But, again, 2-1 games, that's exactly what the Yankees are going to have to do if they want to keep pace in this division. To, uh, to, to the two playoff are games really? going right now. Wow. Uh, the Hawks, by the way, have opened up a five-point lead, their biggest at 33-28. Live number, three-and-a-half-point dogs Atlanta still is, uh, down from seven pre-game, 211-and-a-half-year live total. But Atlanta up by five, uh, they, their biggest lead right now, Greg. And right now what we're seeing is the 76ers are getting what they want out of Joel Embiid. He's been able to give the team 12 points. 
who else is going to step up? Because we've seen an unlikely hero from the 76ers in pretty much all of their wins. Someone like a Tyreek Maxey. Someone like Korkmaz, who I don't know how he wound up being a hero, but somehow, someway he was. We had the Shake Milton game. Someone is going to need to step up for this Philadelphia 76ers team. Going to be interesting to see who that guy is because Tobias Howard has been able, Tobias Harris has been able to give you nine points. Past that, you haven't gotten much outside of the rest of the team. How's, uh, how's Philly's offense this quarter? Uh, they're turning it over. A lot of turnovers. That's the Sixers' issue right now. It led to the, the, a turnover by Embiid. It led to a run out there to, uh, to, to force a timeout. Uh, right now for the 76ers, they have turned it over four, four times, times in this game and three already in the first two and a half of the second quarter. Is zero points this quarter? Is that, right? uh, that is an 8 nothing run to begin the quarter, yes. And Trey Young right now has four points. Yeah, so Trey Young this... has not. It's been, it's been Kevin Herter. It's been yeah. Red Velvet getting it's it done. It's good for them. Yeah, well, it's good for Atlanta. Yeah. And John Collins has stepped up as well. Six points after he wound up having, I think it was seven in game six. In uh, the hockey north of the border, Vegas and Montreal, it's still no score. Eight minutes to, or excuse me, five minutes to go first period. Vegas still minus 177. Montreal's had the better of the play so far. So we'll keep you updated as we go along. We'll keep you updated on those. Drew Smiley through five and two-thirds, no hit. And we'll have some plays from Greg and Josh for tomorrow's slate. That's next on VEASAN. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs> Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. 
Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Looking to hire, Indeed will help you speed up the process. They have 135 skills tests to help you find the right candidates faster. Visit Indeed.com slash credit for more. I'm Jeff Parles, Greg Peterson, Josh Towers. While we were gone, the no-hitter was broken up in Atlanta. Uh, Josh, I'll let, you, I'll let you do the description and, uh, and uh, your, your discontent just, for the situation. I'll throw my pen at the TV. <laughs> Uh, it, it shouldn't have been. I'll tell you that much. It, I mean, it has to go down as a hit. That's the reality of it. Ozzy Albies on the on the shift was going to his left to field a routine ground ball. He had to spin, and whenever you spin going to your left as a right-handed batter, uh, thrower, you have to throw underhand, uh, which is a routine play for him. It's it's an easy throw. It's not hard for any of these guys. The problem is, is the umpire misreads the play and puts himself in the worst possible position. So as Albie spins to go low with his throw, he sees the umpire. The umpire just bends over instead of getting to the ground, which causes Oz, causes Ozzy to, as my arm's going low, kind of raise his arm but still have to get underneath, and he just sails the throw to the right. There's nothing he can do. If he commits to the throw, it, it's probably still on, but as you're turning and you see an umpire there, and we're watching the replay now on the television, I'm fielding the ball. I'm looking down, going to my left. I feel the easy spin. I'm positioning, then boom, umpire's right there, and it causes me to change everything about my throw. Again, you watch it 10 times in replay, and he does too, and he'll realize he could have made the throw, but when you're going through it in game speed, all you see is the umpire, and then it alters the throw. The throw sells right into an infield hit. Uh, I guess the irrelevant part is it wouldn't be credit to no-hitter anyways. <laughs> so uh, Drew Smiley still threw a great game, but that's not how you want to lose it at all right there. No, not at all. Uh, but uh, Atlanta leads one nothing. Luke Jackson uh, making things interesting uh, oh, yeah, in Atlanta yeah, sure. now. Uh, He's with, been their best bullpen arm, honestly. Yeah, uh, Tyler O'Neill, the hitter. Let's uh, let's go oh, to the other two playoff games. Freddie Freeman, give an effort. Seventy Sixers and Hawks. Hawks lead almost halfway home, second quarter. Who's the foul on Embiid? Uh, so Embiid just picked up another foul. Is that number? Three, Greg, or number two? I think number that's one, number... actually. It's almost number one for Embiid. Uh, so 36-33, 6, 6.58 to go in the first half. Uh, very sluggish second quarter so far from both sides, Greg. Yeah, it certainly has been. And the reason why the Philadelphia 76ers are in the lead is that Seth Curry wound up going up for a three. I didn't see who wound up following him, but... Just an absolutely atrocious foul. Because no, no, no. They called a foul on Embiid there. It was, was the cool. It was the possession before possession that, sent the, that sent Seth Curry to the free throw line. Embiid Thir- smoked that dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just ran in and trucked him. 36-33, 6.46 to go first half. Uh, right now at DraftKings, 
live number on that one. We'll just get that. We'll effort that uh, here, and we'll get to you that in a second. Uh, two and a half to go in Montreal. Uh, a very sluggish start for VGK yet again. No offense. But no. Robert Leonard has played v very well so far in his second start of the postseason, stopping all 10 Canadian this attempts. This is usually what happens right here. It huh? is 10. It is uh, Montreal out saved. shooting uh, Vegas 10 to 4 in a game that has no score with two minutes to go in the first period. Johnny. That was a big turnover by Montreal. Left Vegas one-on-one. -on -one. He missed it. Great save by Montreal goalie. That's usually what happens when uh, when the Knights give up goals is the turnovers just like that. Huge save right here by Montreal. Who is it? Packer ready with the shot? Patrick ready, yep. Patrick ready, yeah. Yeah, yeah. nice shoulder save by yeah, Carey man. Price. Great mm -hmm. save. Uh, again, Carey Price has been awesome in this series. And is the main reason that Montreal has a 2-1 series mm -hmm. lead. He Even hasn't been just awesome in this series. He's been, he's awesome, been, all, awesome, he's been all awesome since season. game four of the Toronto series. Oh, by the way, Philly back within one. Time at Atlanta, 6-17 to go first half. Hawks getting four right now, total 207 and a half. Anything interest you there, Greg? I'd still be taking a look at the Hawks. I do think that ultimately the Philadelphia 76ers wind up winning it. So if you do wind up liking the Hawks like I do, probably want to be waiting to see if the 76ers make a little bit of a run here. But I think that this is going to be a one, maybe two possession game. This just has a feel of a really tight one. Tend to agree with you at this point. I, I it probably I, That seven I feel pretty good about. Same. Feel pretty good about that seven uh, right now. Right now in the hockey game, BGK, this is just kind of crazy in all honesty. BGK is minus 205. I'm not seeing it. We got four shots on goal. We I'm not, see, I'm not seeing it. I would have it pretty much at the closing number of more around minus I would have Based off of what I've seen this period, Vegas should be at best minus 150. Like, I mean, it, at highest, I should say. I don't get that. I, I noticed the, for DraftKings, it's the computer algorithm, but that's surprising. That's surprising. I would. I think Montreal plus 160 is alert, worth a look right now, guys. I don't blame me there, although I do like what I'm seeing out of Leonard. We just remember in Leonard's that game been awesome so a far, few yeah. weeks ago when he wound up going up against Colorado. Terrible start. Just derailed everything from there. It's just so big to for a guy coming into a spot like this to be able to get off to a good start, and he's had a tremendous start. Yeah, minus 210. How about this right here, this save? His defenseman fell down in front of him, leaving Montreal one-on-one. -on -one. Great save right there. Again, the goalie so far, the play on both sides has been great this first period. Be interesting to see what they have behind what, us here at Circa. What did the algorithm say? What, what are we? What I mean? What are we saying? Just based on pace of play in this game, not, that they I'm, like the Knights. I, I, look, I'm or is not, it just in general? You know what I'm saying? I'm not sure. I, I, mean, I, I get what you're saying for sure. I, I, I'm really not sure what. Nothing like, suggests like, so far in this first period. Nothing like. If it was the same number as it was pre-flop, would it cost about minus 185? Fine, All right, fine. fine. I don't think that's right, but fine. But minus 205, that's pretty wild from, from the computer there. Yeah, I don't know how it's going in favor of EGK. Yeah, like right. I was saying, I would think that it would stay pretty stagnant at this point. Oh, you, and I, you and I agree. We all three, all three of us agree. Total's down to three and a half, by the way. Yeah. That is not surprising off the pre-flop no, five and a half. Not at to all. see it down two goals with no goals with 28 seconds ago in this first period. I think uh, I think we got some good news for tomorrow. Go ahead. I think Jacob DeGrom is starting. Okay, well, that's yeah. seven-inning game. Which is perfect for him. Yeah, well, maybe he'll go six and, yeah, five or and, six. and not have to Call leave with an injury for the third oh, straight start. Hey, he could probably get through seven innings in like well, 80 pitches the way well, he's the, the most The most insane part about that start against the Cubs where he had to leave with the shoulder – Legitimately struck out eight out of nine with the with the shoulder blocking for the whole third period, third uh, third inning. It's completely ridiculous. It's so crazy. It's so it shows you 
again, the, how small the tendons and everything in my shoulder and my elbow are and how, how sensitive it is and the, the, the things that we have to do to protect this uh, on a regular basis, whether it's throwing program, my cuff weights, all the different things I have to do to protect this because it's such a small muscle. And then again, if my elbow ever gets below my shoulder, it puts so much stress on both. And so I'm asking so much work of this thing to throw something completely unnatural and then as hard as they do, it also shows you that once our velocity gets to a certain point, and it's not, not exact science, don't get me wrong, it's my opinion, but once our velocity gets to a certain point, there's only so much your body can truly withstand, given such an unnatural motion of throwing a baseball overhand. Mm-hmm. It's impressive for me, having done it, staying healthy. Mm-hmm. How hard you, I mean, I'm asking 34 starts. Now, again, if I back off of throwing or if I overly try to protect in a way that I'm going to limit innings, limit pitches, it actually becomes worse. And then there is such a thing as doing too, too much. It's, it's that work inside the five and six days that we pitch that becomes so vital in the consistencies of all this. And, uh, and, and Jacob DeGrom is the best at this. He's one of the best in baseball at preparing himself and taking care of himself and all the other things. Um, and it just, again, it shows you how hard it is. But, you know, as a baseball fan, and I'm truly a Jacob DeGrom fan, uh, this is exciting for him to be back. Hopefully, you know, he can minimize all of this stuff. I mean, that, that's the real game management throughout the course of the season for us pitchers is, is the healthy aspect of it. That's hard. I mean, these guys are all throwing. Look, this guy's for the Cardinals. throwing 99 right now. Uh, Hennessy's Cabrera like right now. Like, it's nothing. Yep. 99. Who are, they, who are they Skyping with on that broadcast right now? Yeah, I, I don't know who this is. <laughs> Greg, you're on the Twitter search to see who that is right now. By the way, Trey Young got teched in the middle of that last break. He has not been happy. Uh, a, that game is now tied at 36 uh, with six minutes to go. A- again, look, uh, the officiating was not good early last night. No. Uh, or late. It was uh, bad. Yeah, I mean, it boot bad the whole night. It's been pretty brutal yet again in Philly. But uh, uh, thus is life at this point with, uh, with, with NBA officiating. I'm uh, unbiased, man, but I thought that the officiating was helping the Nets big time. I mean, Harden got anything he wanted. There were some. There, there were a I few. Mean, uh, there were a few early. The Durant's sure going up, miss, dropping the ball, getting fouls called. I mean, it was. I thought it was bad, man. Again, for the the Bucks to pull that out was special. It was. We have about two minutes here, guys. Greg Peterson, what do we get? What do we got tomorrow? Baseball slate, wherever else you may be going. Looking at the Chicago Cubs right now, as I'm seeing it, they're in the neighborhood of about a minus 135 to minus 145 favorite, so shop around for this one. But I'm taking a look at the Chicago Cubs. I think that massive regression is going to be coming in for Aaron Savali. Right now leads the major leagues with 10 wins, but he has given up at least four runs in three out of his last four starts. He's backed up by a Cleveland Indians lineup that is pretty much league average when it comes to runs per game, and you're going up against a Cubs team that... I do recognize that they wound up dropping their series against the Marlins, but they were able to storm back. They were able to get a nice 2-0 win today, so they are 25-12 and at their friendly confines so far this year. Got a Cleveland Indians bunch that they've had to use up their bullpen, which has really been their strength all year long quite a bit in their last series as well. Cubs bullpen, really, other than the Miami Marlins series that we wound up seeing the last couple of days, has been lights out all year long. Guys like Andrew Chafin, Craig Kimbrell's been amazing. Yes. Heck, even a guy like a Rex Brothers has been able to come out, give this team some good innings. Ed Bear Elsley has actually been relatively solid at home. So I'm taking a look at the Chicago Cubs in this spot, expecting regression out of Aaron Savali. Josh? Uh, I'll take the Indians. There we go. <laughs> My there we go. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Savali, by the way, Savali, uh, I think he is kind of a regress candidate. 
But Savali's stuff's pretty darn good. Yeah, he's been good. Yeah. He, I, and that's the thing. He does have to step up with you got Polisak and Bieber on the DL. Um, Alizé's been fine. He's been good all year. I mean, his numbers mm-hmm. are really good. He is coming off a 10-day DL. Uh, with the blister, so not the end of the world. It's kind of weird that you would actually go into the over a blister. I don't know why I just don't cover it up and, and play baseball. So at least it wasn't a real injury. But the, the the ten days off, maybe some bullpen sessions. I doubt he went down and did a rehab start, but I don't know the facts. Um, I just wonder how he's going to be and how much they're going to baby him. Uh, the bullpen has been good for the Cubs as well, but uh, I'll, I'll take one more shot with the Indians in this one. Mano, mano. I, I do, do not have a play on that game. Don't worry, you guys don't got to book I, it. We'll just bet it. I am Switzerland <laughs> on that one. I am staying neutral. Oh, and Jacob DeGrom's playing. Yes, that's a good thing. He'll pitch likely game one of the doubleheader between the Braves and the Mets tomorrow. Good stuff as always, fellas. For Josh Towers and Greg Peterson, I'm Jeff Parles. Big thanks to the crew as always. Doing a great job keeping us in line. This has been VEASAN's Bet Center. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com.